Hello and welcome back to another episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl, Rochelle. If you're new, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you for tuning back in. Internal Rambles, a lot of different things I do over here. I discuss my life, trending entertainment topics, music, etc. My normal episodes releases every Thursdays, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. My bonus content, which could include the male perspective with G.O., which I do with my good friend G.O., also, my reality show recaps, those do not have any set schedule. Those release whenever I record and release them. Today is another bonus episode continuing to review and recap Ready to Love Dallas. Let's get right into it. This is a recap of episode five. So let's start off with where the last episode ended, which is... Which male is going home? The women were in power and they did not show who was getting kicked off of the show. So let's discuss which male got the boot. And that is, again, recapping Ready to Love Dallas, episode five. Okay, so the bottom two were Red, the comedian, and... Mr. Marvin, Freak of the Week, Year, Month, Erotic Author, and the one that was sent home was Red. Why y'all keep it, Marvin? Why? Why? Yes, the women were not connecting with Red. He didn't have any real connections, and they sent home Red. So in this episode five, the men are back in control, which means that one woman is getting sent home this episode. Nephew Tommy, Tommy Miles, gave the direction that they wanted the singles to discuss their non-negotiables, what you are not willing to budge on in a relationship. And so that is what is occurring in this episode. So first up, Herbert sets up a double date with Janelle Katarina and Quentin. Him and Quentin are both into Janelle and so he thought it would be a great idea to have some more time with Janelle but also kind of you know have a little healthy competition with Quentin. They go and they play um, pickleball so this was a, a cute date and Janelle when she um I'm kind of skipping around a bit in this date. This isn't this isn't chronological and what occurred during the date. But nonetheless, Janelle, she calls Herbert out and they discuss this. She says, you know, Herbert, you got, you know, a little bit of an issue with, you know, texting back, you know, where to text back at. And uh, he shares that he's just really kind of used to being nonchalant in dating um, that he likes to kind of go at a slower pace yada yada blah 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 excuses excuses and she's like listen like these other men aka quentin are applying pressure you know i really want to be spending time with you and talking to you but also i gotta you know pay attention and give attention to those that's giving attention to me so if you don't communicate i'm gonna communicate with the ones that's communicating with me 
So, you know, he says, okay, you know, I'm going to do better. I'm going to try to communicate more. I'm going to respond and text you back, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like at the end of the day, first of all, let me take a breath. <laughs> um, what, how much slow, what, what is a slow pace? When you're into someone, you need to show that you're interested, first of all. Second of all, this is an accelerated process. You can't be falling back and, oh, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. You need to show interest because, like she said, the other men, aka Quinn, are applying pressure. They're showing their interest. They're, they're texting. They're texting back. They're initiating the conversation. They're showing, hey, boo, I want you. So you're in a competition for someone that you hopefully want to date. So ain't no falling back. Ain't no slower pace. You're in an accelerated dating process, bruh. So if you are really, truly interested in Janelle, you're going to have to show up and show out. She's letting you know what she wants, what she needs. Even though it, like I said last episode, recap it seemed like she was into Quinn I don't know I don't know if she really truly knows but I now she's saying that she wants to hear from her word so you better show up you better be texting boo you better be calling texting etc and you know at the end of the day if, if you are interested you show interest it, it, it ain't hard to text bruh <laughs> show that you want to that you are interested that you want to date her Okay. Okay. Um, one of the non-negotiables that Herbert says that he has is that he wants children. So a woman that does not want children is a non-negotiable for him. So Katarina in her diary thing to the camera, she says, you know, when he said that, I was like, uh-oh. She says that she is kind of middle of the road with uh, having children if she has children okay if she doesn't have children even better so that's not really um, a goal for her so she's kind of on the fence about her because they don't seem to be on the same page in regards to children um quentin says that his non-negotiable is someone that doesn't have emotional intelligence and janelle says her um, non-negotiable is someone that's not motivated and someone that's not a go-getter and so Quentin's like you know that's what I want we seem to be on the same page this is why I like Janelle we have the same goals etc cetera, etc cetera. so Quentin is still all in it and still really interested into Janelle after hearing and discussing non-negotiables so um both Quentin and Herbert are still vying for Janelle's heart and attention. Um, but I don't know her, uh, this episode, Janelle seems to be leaning a little bit more towards Herbert. I think she still likes Quentin too. So we will see where these, where this, uh, love triangle ends up. Um, Herbert is interested in Katarina too. So I don't know where fully, I think he is into Janelle too, but he still has a little bit of attention on Katarina too. So we will see how things play out. Okay. And then we have the next date is with Chris. He invites Aries over to his house. He hires a chef to cook them some dinner and, um, they discuss their non-negotiables. 
for Aries, her non-negotiable is someone that is not a positive father figure for her two children. She does have two children. I think she says that she, her two boys are 11 and 13. She's divorced. So she wants someone that's going to be a positive uh, male figure in their life. For Chris, uh, he also has a daughter and his non-negotiable is someone if they have children, he doesn't want to deal with any baby daddy drama. So she's like, well, that's great because, you know, there's no drama with my ch with my children's father. Um, I was the one who wanted the divorce, but we have positive communication. So there's no baby daddy drama over here. Um, and then later on in the date with them, um, Chris gets very emotional. He starts getting I'm very teary-eyed. He's like, you know, I love the way that you are with your children. It's actually very triggering for me. Um, he really opens up and shares about his life. He, um, he shares that his father actually passed away right when he was born. And his mother, I think, um, maybe recently passed away. So, you know, he says that seeing how she is with her children and loves her children, it's um, very similar to how his mother was with him and so um you know and he really um, loves that about her so they seem to really be connecting and she's like you know thank you for being so open he's like you know I don't really let people in I don't really share my person like my personal life um so the fact that I'm doing that with with you you know it really kind of says something about you know how you are and what I think about you etc etc so um, they seem to really be connecting on a personal level. Um, I don't know where they're going to go, but he seems definitely, they both seem, you know, interested to see where things will go. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with the both of them. Um, but that was a very, um, a very sweet uh, moment that they shared with each other. Uh, the next date was with uh, Marvin and unique they go horseback riding um and then they have a picnic together they share a little kiss and so marvin shares that his non-negotiable is someone that doesn't have children because he wants more children and he's like you know i got to have i got to have more children because i have daughters and i got to have a son i got to have a son um so unique is like well um it sounds like you'll do anything to have a son like what if you don't have a son because you know it's possible that that won't happen he's like no i can't accept i can't accept that i gotta have a son i got to i have to I, i'll do whatever i gotta do i gotta have a son and she's like uh, but what if it don't happen he's like oh it's gonna happen um, and so he didn't like that she was like trying to be like uh realistic He's like, well, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to have that son. I need a woman that's going to have children. And we're going to do what we got to do to have that son. And I'm like, child, this is what happens. I mean, no tea, no shade. It's, it's, it's shade, honestly. When, you know, he's this erotic author, he literally creates his own fantasy land. And, you know, clearly does not totally, is not accepting of how, like, um reproduction works you can't just you know I know there are ways to you know but you just gonna keep trying you know you on the temp child all girls well we're gonna have to have FOMO like you know what I'm saying it's like you okay sorry he was very adamant about 
oh i'm gonna have me a son so um why y'all keep him in this show yeah y'all had a chance to get him out you know okay anyways um so i'm gonna i'm gonna move on because marvin just rubs me the wrong i mean it's not that he rubs me the wrong way it's just i just like i mentioned this is not the type of show for him okay then there was a huge group date with marie jessica kira chris i'm missing someone um i think katarina might have been there they do improv and that was a you know a cute thing one of the things though um kira didn't am i saying her name right kira didn't seem to really enjoy it and that was kind of concerning for Marie because he's like you know have fun you're trying to get to know you know the men it it was concerning to him that he that she seemed to just kind of be a bit rigid and she did seem to be a bit rigid um but they discussed their non-negotiables and she did share that she wanted someone that was you know god-fearing and he was like well you know um i'm a bedside baptist (laughs) which is you know ain't nothing wrong with that as long as you you know hey um but i i think that also his concern with her is that you know he's a very um he's active in his community etc and he's like you know i need someone that's gonna be you know with me too if i'm out at events etc and she didn't really seem open to that so there's that Speaking of Kira, the last date was with Unique, Quentin, and Kira. And Kira tried to call Quentin out. And he's, she's like, you know, I really think that you only date, you know, you come off to me as someone that only dates uh, white women. And so I just want to know, like, is that your preference? And, you know, I feel like I can say that because I really, like, only have majority white friends. So, like, it's okay for me to say that. Um, and Quentin was like, um, you're wrong. Uh, I believe in black love. That's all I've seen. That's what I want for my life. I love my, I love me some black women. (laughs) And she was like, oh, okay. But like, have you dated outside your race? He's like, yeah, I've dated Latina women, but I want black love. She's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I got that kind of, that clarification she is so and he's like I don't know where she got that from and I don't really know where she got that from either like Kira is off-putting by the way um and I didn't mention this they went on like a boxing date so they had like a boxing tutorial etc um she just is off-putting I I don't know what it is I think it's I don't know what it is there's something of like just off-putting about her I think it's just like I don't even know what it is I think she's just I, the, the term that keeps coming to my head is like rigid, but I don't even know if that's it. Um, but he was like, I don't know where she got that from. I love me some black women. And ain't no, con- I was when she said that I was done with her, ain't no connection. <laughs> and then, um, in talking with Unique, she shared, you know, that she's still trying to, she's been through a lot. She's still trying to heal, etc. He was like, I don't think I'm the man for her because I can't help her heal. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but, um, which has been a, a, a theme, you know, when she's talked to the men, she said, you know, I've been through a lot, etc. So, you know, 
Um, and I think um, the fact that it has come up a lot, just um, how whatever she went through in her marriage, you know, she has said that she's been, she went through a lot and she has mentioned that like, you know, she's had to heal and it, it does seem to still be affecting her. She's like, cause I, my boundaries are strong and I didn't know, et cetera. So he was like, yeah, I ain't gonna, I don't know what she been through or what she currently going through, but I don't think I can help her go through it. <laughs> At the end of the day, like I said, this is the, the episode, um, that the men are in power and so one woman is going home the two battle women were Kara and Unique with Unique the men just feel like she still needs to heal is something still there she still needs to heal um with Unique the men just feel like they aren't really connecting with her or she just still seems like a friend etc at the end of the day Kara was the one who was sent home and she made mention like you know I know you guys feel like I need to heal but I am healed but you know in whatever conversations she was having with the men she wasn't portraying that um and so it seemed like to them and maybe they were wrong like she still had some healing to do so um you know she says she's ready to love but you know in whatever conversation she was having it seemed like there may have been some more work they were not getting the feeling that she was ready. So Kira was removed from the show. She was voted off the show. So that's that. Um, this episode, I've, I've been enjoying the show. This episode was a little boring to me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it can't all be perfect, you know. Um, but yeah, this episode was a little blah, a little womp womp to me, but... Um, I'm trying to think what was the preview for next week. I can't even remember. Um, oh, they're supposed to be discussing um what doubts they still have in the other person. So maybe that'll be, you know, a bit better, a bit spicier. I don't know. But yeah, nonetheless, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. It just was kind of like, you know, it wasn't as exciting as the previous episodes have been. So we shall see. We'll just, we shall see what happens. And that is the recap of episode five, Ready to Love Dallas. I, on to another reality show, Bell Collective. Are y'all watching that? What is going on on that show? I watched season one. I don't remember watching season two. And then I saw the previews for season three. And I was like, it's one storyline that I'm like, is are they creating the storyline? Because it seemed fake. But nonetheless, I had saw, I had saw a clip and I didn't watch it. I read the comments and I was like clutching my imaginary pearls. And then I watched another clip. I, but then I watched a clip, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to tune in. I'm not going to review it um, because I can't do multiple shows at one time. Like I used to. Chill. <laughs> but, ooh, chill. Are y'all watching that? It looks like it is some stuff goings on. 
I'm gonna try to maybe I don't know where they are I'm gonna try to maybe and watch it within the next week or two and catch up but are y'all watching that if y'all are holla at me either at the official internal rambles website internal rambles podcast.com on the contact page you can send me a message or over at youtube um and let me know is it good this season um because i kind of fell off with it um but yeah i'm gonna reserve comment but i'm like ooh, it just looks and and saying that it looks good actually i feel kind of bad saying that because it looks like it's some like not so great things going on with one of the cast members i'm like uh um, but anyways, um, and I've been seeing the previews of Love and Marriage DC. Is it Love and Marriage DC? No, Love and Marriage Detroit. And I've been seeing the clips and I'm like, that don't make me want to watch it. I mean, I think at one at one point at some time I will watch the first season, but it just doesn't look that great. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that that's like random internal rambles reality show mumbo jumbo i don't know (laughs) thank you for tuning in i really appreciate you subscribe to me wherever you get your content listen i just released the latest episode me and geo are back the male perspective with geo please check out that episode it's a great episode we're answering some hard hitting questions it is a good old time definitely some great kikis a great laughter just kind of talking about life relationships dating childhood growing up whatever please check out the latest episode of the male perspective with geo and if you're new to my reality show recaps check up on the last episode recaps of ready to love dallas and anything else that i got going on over here thank you for tuning in and truly appreciate your listens subscribe to me so you get my content immediately when i release it take care of yourselves and until next episode this is your girl rochelle